welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Test, test. I think we are live. Hello, everybody that was able to join us for this midday live stream. Uh, let me introduce you first and foremost to Dylan from the Wholesale Formula, who has sold over $30 million in wholesale on Amazon, which is incredible. What's up, Dylan? Hey, what's going on? Glad glad to be here. Yeah, man. I'm happy you could join. You were just telling me that there was like a crazy, you got some crazy weather. Where yeah, you, where middle, yeah, I imagine a lot of people that are watching uh, the, the ice storms coming through the, the middle of the country, and that's where I am, middle of nowhere, Kentucky, uh, you know, born and raised here pretty much, so... Uh, yeah, we we're experiencing some crazy weather right now, but hope so if I disappear, you'll know what happened. Got it. Yeah. If you disappear, man, I'll see if you can come back. If not, I'll uh, take the reins for a little bit, but I do appreciate you taking the time to be here and just kind of let my audience, by the way, everybody that's here been saying where they're from. It's crazy. We have a global audience. I see hello from Moldova, Morocco, Southport, Dubai, Romania, the Bahamas. I know I saw somebody from Germany, someone from Vegas, man. It's crazy. Thank you guys for being here. Hopefully this was a good time of day. I know it's weird for me kind of getting started this early, but I'm glad you guys could make it. And yeah, I personally, I'm just going to give you a quick background on my Amazon journey. So I started late 2016, you know, I was working as a web developer nine to five and actually teaching web development. So I was making decent money, but I always had that dream of, passive income, you know, that would set me free to travel more, you know, especially since um, I met my girlfriend around the same time and she loves traveling. And man, she would always be my ear that we weren't traveling enough. And in my mind, I was always stressed over vacation. You know, do I have enough days? And, you know, man, I don't miss that stress and selling on Amazon really set me free. Um, When I started, I did FBA private label and, you know, I've shared my story publicly, but I paid somebody $2,500 to teach me how to do it because I could not figure it out on my own. And I'm, I, I pride myself on being pretty good as like a problem solver, but you know, the rest was history. <laughs> like when I made that investment in myself, I was confident that like, no matter what I'm going to be successful. And man, what is your, what is your wholesale um, roots? You know, what's the roots of your story? Yeah. We've talked about it before, man. It's so crazy that our stories are like the same. It's so wild. Uh, Cause we're like similar age and everything. So, um, you know, I, I would. I didn't go to college or anything like that. I for, at a high. I did really bad in high school, and so I wasn't. I like. I couldn't even get into college. You know what I mean? I couldn't. I definitely couldn't afford it. And even if I could afford it, they wouldn't have let me in. So I had to go to community college. I uh, took some IT classes, and uh, I did get a job. I, I was able to land a job also in web development. Okay. And, I, and I thought I had made it. You know what I mean? Like I was making forty thousand dollars a year, and I was just like, yes, this is awesome. I have a, a career and a salary, and I'm, I'm making more money than I've ever seen in my life. And that was cool for like a year. And, and then after a year, it's exactly what you said. It just becomes, you're just like, man, this sucks. Like, yeah. I don't have any free. I'm actually just, you know, an indentured servant. Like, I, I no matter how hard that I work, uh, I don't make any extra money. I don't earn, like, you know, I got all these other people around me that I feel like, um, you know, like I, there was no way I could be promoted. The only way I was right. going to get promoted is somebody died or you know, like that was pretty much the only way uh, <laughs> no, man, I can relate. No upward mobility. And so the first thing that I was just like, OK, I got to do something. I got to start making some extra money somehow, because uh, my wife, who's a lot smarter than me, she did go to college and she had these giant student loan debts. So there had to be some way those had to get paid somehow. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, so I started trying to figure out other ways to start making money. And I started the, the first business I ever started, if you even want to call it a business, the first hustle that I ever started uh, was I would buy whatever the deal of the day on tfury.com was, which was a, a t-shirt website where they just... Dan's here. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you. What's up, yeah, Dan? This, this, is my What's partner. Up? this is my partner, Dan. He's he's joining us too. I, there was a website called tfury.com where they would every day they would have a brand new one-of-a-kind t-shirt that would only be sold for that day. And, I, and it would be sold for 10 bucks. And I would buy a few and then resell them on eBay like the week a week later for like 20 bucks. And that's how I got started making money online. But Dan here, uh, Dan, was he actually got started selling on Amazon. Um, and a few years like and a few years later brought me into the fold. Um, and we started doing that. It was funny. Like, did you tell him? The, did you have you told him the calendar about the calendar? No, that was that was another thing I did too to try to make some money. Is, uh, is if anyone remembers the year 2012 and the whole mind calendar thing that the world was supposed to end in 2012 because the mind calendar ended in 2012. Mm-hmm. I made a, a custom product. I made a custom calendar that was supposed to, was the Mayan calendar on the front. It said Mayan calendar 2012, and the pages were blank. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a, it was just a blank calendar, and sold that and. We sold those uh, on Amazon for you, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of went, that went okay. But, uh, but yeah, Dan, Dan, Dan actually got me into Amazon, brought me over. We partnered, and uh, started doing wholesale on Amazon. And you know, so I'll we'll get into it. Uh, what what it is that we do and how we actually struck big and had success. There was a lot of like, you know, oh, we were making some money doing online stuff or selling on uh, on Amazon or selling it eBay or wherever. But it was just it was just making money. We didn't have a real business. We weren't, you know, it had hadn't grown to the point now where we have a multi million dollar business and have made millions of dollars in profit, right? We we were just grinding along before wholesale. Right. But I, I do appreciate you like taking time to break down the I always like to tell it from the roots. I feel like more people like by the way, we have 136 people watching right now. Thank you guys for taking time to tune in. Hit drop a like, by the way, if you're on Facebook or YouTube. Um help the algorithm get this out to more people. But yeah, I always like to start with the beginnings. Cause that's, what's relatable. You know, if we jump right in and say like, Oh yeah, they've sold 30 million now after a few years doing it, it's, it's hard to relate. There's a disconnect. So I appreciate you guys taking the time to, um, you know, just go back to the roots, the beginnings. Uh, oh yeah. So, I mean, what I, I like to start with is just some of the failures before we figured out wholesale, all, all the things that we did that didn't work. Uh, you know, we, we did things like we tried to open a physical retail store, uh, a, a games and comics store kind of thing that didn't work. We tried to, uh, start a an e-commerce website like a Shopify site that sold uh, My Little Pony collectible products because we thought My Little Pony was going to explode. It was going to be the next Pokemon. Like we thought, I mean, it's so you know. great. Like you know, it, it has a collectible nature. I, I I can talk about the whole idea behind. So you still believe in it? <laughs> I still believe. I'm going to resell myself, and we're going to re- we're going to start a My Little Pony business. But at the time, we were selling like you know rainbow dashes and some of the out of print crazy stuff on Amazon for insane amounts of money, and then they released the um, the brony documentary. And I was like, holy crap, that's who's buying this stuff. And, and lo and behold, we started the, uh, we, we started a, my little pony website. It didn't go quite as well as I had planned though. Yeah. Um, didn't, didn't really work out. We tried, um, <laughs> we tried private label and that's an interesting, that was interesting. We did private label and our very first product was like started really strong. It did really good. It was like a hit it out of the park sold like a quarter million dollars worth of the product in like the first three or four months. Wow. Um, and then it just got destroyed. Like, like 
do you know those do you know those instances like where it, you know in, in retail arbitrage like i'm trying to sell six products or eight in a lot of cases right or three or two or whatever i find and so you know we weren't really good at like editing listings and running ads because you just don't need to be as a retail arbitrage guy you just you know there's no you know i don't have to sell to, to sell five or six units but so whenever people you know we we had we had a like you know dylan's dylan's buying calendar is it, it, it's like it's one of those things it, it sounds silly but it was creative and, and we're really good at that kind of stuff we're, fi- we're great at finding little product spots but like as soon as the competition caught up and started, it was like, "Well, this is a great product." We just got swallowed. Like yeah, just, their product just ate us alive because yeah, they were we, better at making listings and marketing and all the stuff. Yeah, just got destroyed. Didn't know what to like, and and just didn't know what to do. Didn't know how to fight that competition at the time. Uh, and so our first private label product, private label product, started strong and then just immediately failed. And then we tried a few more private label products because we thought, "Oh, we'll figure this out eventually." And those were bad from the beginning. They never really even got off the ground, um, and and so that kind of left us in a in this conundrum of of like feeling like failures a little bit, or we can't figure anything out. We don't know how to to make this work, uh, make this whole online selling thing work. And then so we thought we would try wholesale. Uh, so we went. So a way a lot of people sell wholesale is they go to trade shows. You go to a trade show which is like an in-person show that, you know, thousands of people go to and there are all these vendors that are trying to sell their products. And you go to a trade show and you try to see if there's anybody there who has products that look interesting or maybe they're selling well on Amazon and see if you can strike up a deal to buy them um, so that you can resell them on Amazon, right? And we we tried that. I found a good product that looked to be pretty good on Amazon, convinced like convinced the the guy to, to sell it to us or whatever. There wasn't a whole lot of convincing. It was just, well, you buy 2,000 units and we said yes, and he sold it to us, and it looked profitable. We would we were paying a good price, going to resell it, uh, but the problem was he had sold like twenty thousand or forty thousand units at that trade show, and so there were a bunch of other schmucks like us <laughs> who who had bought that product, and we all listed it at the same time. And so, if anyone understands Amazon, when you do that, like there's just there's just no room for you to to make any money. You're not getting any sales, and then everyone starts dropping the price. So that also didn't work our first attempt at trying wholesale uh, and and it was not to get too deep into it but that was pretty brutal for us like we spent a lot of money it was kind of all the money that we had uh to tr- to, to buy that wholesale deal and i so, actually thought we were whenever whenever this showed up and i saw those the, the prices sinking on this stuff i actually i actually just looked over and was like hey i'm pretty sure we're just gonna go out of business here like because it was most of our money i mean it was like 80 or 90 percent of our money and you know we'd not bought anything at the trade show and, and we felt like you know, we spent all this money to be here. Like Jesus, we should buy something. And this product looked great. Like at the time, it looked great. And then, you know, you, it's one of those situations where you don't know what you look like until you get your picture took. And the product starts showing up, and it's like, oh, it's a disaster. That's the, it's like sunk cost fallacy. It's like I'm here. I better buy something. Right. That is not. It's you know. That's that's just like saying you know if you're if you're playing if you're a, a poker player or something. I'm behind. I need to catch up. That's a terrible mm-hmm. idea. It's just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, so that one actually tested us. And, and, and you know, one of those, uh, whenever you, whenever you own a business, I think there are those times where, you know, you get tested. It's like, you know, it, it's, we had to come up with a creative solution very quickly to, to stay in business. And, and what happened is we ultimately contacted some other wholesalers, distributors, and was able to, to work out a deal where we traded our 2000 units of junk for, you know, like, 30 piles of uh, 30 smaller piles of junk. 
And, you know, it's easier to sell through smaller piles of junk. And that's what got us out of that situation. But, you know, our, our, our foray into, into wholesale was, is a bloody affair. Yeah. So, and that's, so trying to get into wholesale, we didn't know it at the time. We know it now, but we were trying to do it the wrong way. We were trying to do it the way that everyone else does it. <laughs> Um, which is, uh, and some people have sick, a little bit of success with that. No, no one has a lot of success with it. it not really. It's it, doing it, trying to go to trade shows or work with wholesalers and distributors is, to find products that you can resell is really tough. The margins are really, uh, are really thin and it's hard to find like really good best selling products that, to get access to. And, and we just, we didn't know it. That's, that's how most people sell wholesale. So I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you that. Well, you're bringing it up, but like, but you have to look at that wholesale dynamic for what it is, like the distributor and and you know wholesaler model, like where you know it, it, what is what's going on there is it's a you know th those people it like it, they just have to make a markup and they don't care what they're selling, so you know they're they're the people who place the biggest orders typically win with wholesalers and distributors, and, and honestly, we just didn't have the finances yeah. to even be in that game really. Yeah, so 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 let me explain what we what ultimately we figured out that changed everything for us, and then I can so I've been telling all the sad stories about how we failed a million times, and then I'll start telling the happy story, the, the story that has a happy ending where we sell thirty million dollars on Amazon. So what you're looking at here are two models of wholesale. The top one is the the version where we failed with, and that a lot of people do, and we think is really the inferior way to do it. And the bottom one is what we do now. So let me explain the differences between them. The top version of wholesale works like this, right? So a brand owner or a manufacturer, right? You see that little, looks like a little manufacturing warehouse kind of deal. The brand owner, the manufacturer, they make a product and they own that product, right? And then they sell it to wholesalers and distributors. And wholesalers and distributors sell it to retailers like Amazon sellers, Right. That's how that's how most commerce has always kind of worked in the world. Right. Brand owners and manufacturers sell their products to wholesalers and distributors, wholesalers and distributors sell to Amazon sellers. The wholesaler and distributor is a middleman who gets products sold for brands, who gets products sold for manufacturers. Right. That's their job is to sell a whole get the product out to as many uh, retailers as possible. And that works uh, a lot. That that model works a whole lot better for physical retail than it does for online retail, but it's always been what people are used to doing. What we figured out was like, wait, we we don't need to use the wholesaler or distributor. We can like they're a middleman, they upcharge on the product, right? They have to make their cut, you know what I mean? Like so I mean they have a use in the marketplace. Like like Dylan said, I mean in the physical retail space, you know, a a brick and mortar store can't carry a hundred units of something or, or place all these individual orders with every account they have. So like they were definitely they're definitely necessary in that in that level of commerce, like being able to choose six of this and four of that and three of this and kind of be able to stock your retail store is a great idea. But, you know, whenever you're on Amazon, we don't want to carry the bad products. Like I don't want to carry things to fill out a line. I just want to carry, you know, ideally, I, I, I just want to carry, you know, the things that sell and do well. Yeah. So what we thought was, OK. I want to carry this best-selling product on Amazon or that best-selling product or brand on Amazon. And I just want to, and I want to be able to buy it as cheap as I possibly can. So how do I do that? And it would, and it, the answer of course is like, it would be to buy it directly from the manufacturer, directly from the brand owner. That's the cheapest price that you can get is buying it direct, right? A direct source. And that's ultimately like what we, that really, and it's Dan's genius that, that thought for us to do this and try this. It was, Let's let's pick products on Amazon that are best sellers that are just like strong selling products. 
and let's see if we can't buy them from the source. Okay, so we do we we try this one time, right? Dan is like, okay, I've identified a best-selling product on Amazon, and I'm going to just call them. I'm just going to Google the company and call them. All right, and see and see what they say, and and Dan calls them. And what everyone had told us, now this ended up being not true. And the reason, and because you're thinking, I'm, a lot of people are watching this right now, like, why doesn't everyone do this? Well, you'll, you'll see in a second why everyone doesn't do this. But we, the reason we hadn't tried it yet is because everyone told us that to be able to buy from a, a, the manufacturer direct, to buy from a brand owner directly, you have to spend tens of thousands of dollars. They won't even, they won't even entertain. Uh, they won't even entertain selling you product directly unless you're spending big money, okay? And that's why a lot of people use wholesalers and distributors because they don't, they can't spend thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars on an order of a product, right? And so that's what we believe. We just believed people. People said well, that we they they seem smarter than we were. We just believed them. It's really easy to believe though. Like think about it as you know, as an entrepreneur, we often we you know we always have that that kind of um, complex where we, where we always think that people wouldn't deal with us, right? I'm too small. Why would they deal with us? Why me? Or something like that. It's a, so it made sense. Like a, a, whenever somebody said that, it's like, oh, I'm, I have no, you know, I have no doubts. Why are they going to deal with us as opposed to just having us go to their distributors or whatnot? Yeah. So Dan calls and an actual, and then they're willing to open up a direct account with us. And then Dan is like, he's getting to the part, he's starting to sweat. You can see he's bald. So, you know, there's that, there, that, that, sweat's dripping off his bald head. He's wiping it off, and he's like, all right, so what is your minimum order? Uh, and they say, it's $250. And it's like, oh, what? It's what? <laughs> uh, and it's like, okay, all right. So we knew we were, like, we were just like, okay, this is it. This is awesome. And the price was good. And, and that was product. like, it was $250 and they were like, and if you spend, you know, if you spend $500, we'll give you a 10% discount and free freight. And it's like, whoa, that's crazy. Damn. Yeah. And, and then, uh, so we we're like, okay, this is awesome. We bought it. We resold it. Like we were making great money with it on Amazon. And so we were just like, this is it. This is, this is how we found the way we found our way on Amazon. Right. And so we called the next company and the next company we call, it does not go the same way. We got lucky on the first one, turns out. The next company we call, when they when we try to open up that direct account with them, they're like, uh, we're just not we're not accepting any new Amazon sellers right now. We've got we've got Amazon sellers. We're good. That's crazy, right? Like that's insane. They didn't want to take our money. We yeah. I, I was literally right. st standing right there, basically right outside their door, just flapping money at them and they didn't want it. Yeah, and so called the second one, the third one, the fourth one. They all said the same thing. Every one of them was saying the same thing. We have Amazon sellers. We don't need any more. We, we like who we work with or whatever. And it was just that over and over. So then we had hit a wall again. We were like, dang, we thought we had it. We had we thought we had this figured out just trying to buy product direct. But it's like they don't actually want to work with us. They say they already have Amazon sellers. It's like, so what? Do we just have to get lucky? Do we have to just call until we find someone who doesn't? Or, or like, how does this work? And then Dan one day has this idea like Dan starts to figure it out. He he starts to understand why are they saying no? Why do they not want to work with us? Um, and this is this is the moment that literally changed everything and how we were able to build a multi million dollar business. So the next company, Dan, I'll just let you tell the story yeah. about the product. No, so we uh, you know I I'd started to fi figure out that you know on Amazon things sell a certain amount, regardless of who's selling it. Like if, you know, if I'm selling a product and it sells 500 times a month and I don't do anything, you know, I'm not doing anything special. It's, and then 
Dylan comes onto the listing and he's not doing anything special. The product's still going to sell 500 times a month. We're just going to split some sales, right? So, you know, it's, it started to make sense that they didn't want to just work with more people. There's no advantage to bringing people on. Now you have to, you know, talk to multiple people and split your orders. And it really is kind of just inefficient. But but that kind of left us in this in that position where, you know, those are accounts are, are certainly more valuable. And there was one particularly that it's like, man, alive. They they really should just work with us. And it was a product I knew, like it was a supplement. I'd been taking it and like I'd, I'd really researched a lot uh, about the, the ingredients and everything. And I, I knew that this product was actually the best in the market, like, you know, from a product perspective. And we had sent them an email and they they responded with the, the typical, you know, we're not looking for any Amazon sellers. And I was like, man, alive, like, this is crazy. I'm not just going to, I just want to talk to these guys, like, because they're getting, they're getting crushed on Amazon by competition and they really shouldn't be. So I called and, uh, I asked to speak to Bob, the guy who had emailed me back, and it was him. He had answered the phone, and I was like, hey, Bob, you know, I'd emailed you about um, selling your products on Amazon, and you you guys had responded that you're not looking for any other Amazon sellers. And he was like, gosh. It's like, yeah, man, you know, we're not. He was, And I was like, oh, I, I, I get it, man. I'm sure you get this call a bunch, and it's probably pretty frustrating. I was like, you know, I, I actually use your product a whole lot. I, I, I love it. And started talking about some of the little details of the product, like what I liked, you know, the, the one of the the fact that they used a specific ingredient and more more notably didn't use some ingredients. And he was like, oh, OK. And I was like, um, you know, if you have like five minutes, I would love to just go over your Amazon, uh, take you over to Amazon and show you a couple of things. Dan, I, I think we real might quick, Dan, it wasn't a uh, hair growth product, was it? No, no. If it did, <laughs> it just drastically failed. Right. <laughs> so, but uh you know, we, we went over to Amazon and he, as he was going over there, as he was bringing up, bringing it up on his, on his computer, he was like, you know, man, we work with like two of the biggest Amazon sellers on the planet. And I just honestly don't see what anybody else can offer. Like, that's why we never work with anybody. And when he brings it up, you know, there's E-Tails and River Colony Trading. Both of those guys are monsters. hundred million dollar plus companies. Yeah. Right. And I, you know, I was like, you know, those guys, they, they have every resource in the world. You're absolutely right. Like, that we can't offer you anything that they can't, but I just want you to check out, check this out for a second. And I was like, open up a second tab and bring up this brand. And I was like, you know, those guys, right? And he's like, of course, you know, they're one of our competitors and he's looking at his. And when he saw his product, he was like, yeah, you know, that's, that's our product page or, or that's, that's our product. And then when he brings up the other tab, he was like, wow. Yeah. When he saw and his competitor, it, it, he didn't, the, the point was he didn't know what his product page should look like. He had no idea. You know, it was just a piece of Amazon to him. But when he saw what you could do with your product page, like, you know, the, this company had great pictures. They had their descriptions were like full and they, you know, everything about their product made it look more professional. They had more reviews. Right. And I, so and I was like, you know, what? you guys, I was like, you guys dominate this market. Right. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, on Amazon, the crazy part is this company is is outselling you two to one. And he's like, oh, my goodness. You know, and. I was like, so, you know, there's nothing I can offer you like that, that your other, that your other partners can't, can't do too. Like they could do all this stuff. But the point is, is to them, you know, they have lots of accounts, they have lots of priorities and, and your product wasn't one of them. And I, the, the thing I could offer you by working with me is I can, t I can make sure that we get this every time. You're never going to have to wonder if your, your listing's up to date again. I can take your pictures. Like, and he had pictures, they had pictures on their website. Like I didn't even have to like, Go yeah, they, have pictures done or anything like that. They just they weren't had, posted. 
Right. Yeah. They, it took it took five minutes for them to send me those files over and us to get them posted. And you know, we we rewrote some bullet points, and that was it. And, and those guys, he was like, "Yeah, I absolutely want to work with you." Like that was the that was the the part that changed it for us because because we realized that you know while I couldn't move somebody with my pocket you know with my wallet and, and really you know change their mind. I could look and find efficiencies. I could find things that, that their product wasn't doing on Amazon that they could be taking advantage of. I could leverage the things I knew about Amazon and create the relationship. And that really was like, that really was what I think is the start to our business. It's like, we did all these other things and we made some money along the way. And, you know, we, we were self-employed, but like, this is where we turned into a business because it gave us a, a sales mechanism, a way to win the game. Yeah. So basically what that means is we just once we figure that out that oh we can call any almost any brand on Amazon, any product on Amazon and show them how we can help them sell more units on Amazon by showing them like all these cuz if anyone ever shops on Amazon, you should, you know 90% of the listings are garbage, are straight trash. I can show plenty of examples of this. Actually, I will. Let me stop sharing. I'll, <laughs> I'll just I'll show some people some examples so that they can like really get this and really understand this. Um, yeah, we I, just, we just, I appreciate offer. you guys. Uh, sorry. I was just going to say, like, I appreciate that you guys found an edge in the business model. That's something that I'm always talking about. You know, I don't necessarily go and pretend to be the master of all things, but I talk about the, um, e-commerce business models that I dabble in. And I always talk about like finding some edge that feels like justification for my time and effort to be spent there. And if I don't have one, if I'm doing it, like everybody else is doing it, you know, we can spend our time doing anything we want. Maybe I should look for something else that I bring some personal expertise to, or like y'all found with uh, whole wholesaling. Um, you know, you talked about too the distinction between how it was being done with retail stores. You know, kind of the old way, and taking a different approach. You know, cutting out the middleman and and that becoming your edge or one of them at least, and then also the value proposition to the brand owners. I really appreciate you guys sharing that. Yeah, and the great part about it is. Once when you buy direct and you get that lowest that that direct price, it, you no one can really compete with you. Like because you have the best price. When you have the best price, you get all the sales on Amazon. That's how it's, it works. It's kind of funny because you know one 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 of the things we started realizing is, you know, it's whenever you're a retail arbitrage seller, you it, it's always like the you see the guy that just starts hammering people, like just takes all the sales and, and starts pushing people around. It's like oh, what is that guy doing? He's supposed to be losing money, and it's no, he's not. He's he's got a much better price than you, and he's just squashing you out. That's what's going on. Yeah. And and when we started doing that, it gave us the ability to be a bully. Yeah. Like it gave us the ability to start push being the being the the pusher. So yeah. To speak. So I mean, just start dominating. And here's the really cool part in the evolution that where our business is today is like we we would create those relationship with, with relationships with brands. They would approve us as one as their Amazon seller as one of their Amazon sellers. And we would keep working with them and keep helping them till they made and and then they would make us the their exclusive Amazon retailer, and their their exclusive seller of their product on Amazon, and we would go under and would go under contract for that. And then once you have a contract that says you're the exclusive Amazon seller for this product, you now have guarantee like you literally that piece of paper that contract is worth sometimes hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars now. Because this is a think of, of a big brand, a successful multi-million dollar brand on Amazon. You're the only person even allowed to sell the product. All the profits flow through you, 
And so now our business has all these contracts of we're the, you know, we are the, uh, the exclusive seller of these products. So our business, we have about 11 pieces of paper. We have about 11 pieces of paper that are worth, are in total worth millions of dollars in our business now. Uh, if that makes sense for people out there, we have a we have a very high value sellable business with those contracts that we eventually earn. Because I know a lot of people think like, well, you're not it, you don't own the products you sell. It's like I don't I don't need to. It doesn't matter. I own the I own the ability to sell them. <laughs> right. In a lot of cases, I you know, in in many cases, I don't want to own products. Like I, I love owning. Yeah. You know, it, owning I don't have liability. A, I don't need liability. Right. Yeah. I don't have like I, I'm just the seller. I'm the seller, and a lot, and then I build it eventually to where I'm the exclusive seller, and I ha I control uh, that Amazon platform for these brands. It's super valuable. So, and it's uh, a huge win for them. Like that's the thing is, you know, bear in mind that a lot of these brands are going from have never had anybody care about them, and you you, you see the you know the dirt the the down and dirty listings, and then they go to you know one of the brands that we worked with last year literally two x their sales. They've been in business for. Um, 50 years or something. 30 like years. 35, I think it's 35 years. And they've been on Amazon since 2010. And they 2X their sales. And it's like, you know, it's not like a new product. And, and how did we do it? What we did is we, once we got once we got the exclusive, we focused to get the, make sure the listing was cleaned up and there weren't unauthorized sellers. Um, and one of the, one of the big things that we worked with them to, to help them uh, curtail some of the counterfeiting that was going on. Like that, you know, that was a big problem and that helped clean up their reviews. And then we, we fixed the listing yeah. and it started advertising and it, it two X their sales because it was getting attention. Yeah. And it can be super simple. It's just like, Oh, they had counterfeiting going on. It's like, so we can just reported, can we you just, just reported the for like a minute about the buy box for um, anybody watching that may not know how, like you kind of compete for the sale. Yeah. So the, you know, on Amazon and I'll show this, I actually, we'll just, uh, we'll show it a little bit and we'll talk about it. I think that's a great way. And before we go any further, I'll just stop and take a break for a second. I want to let everyone know, uh, Dan and I are next week. We're having, we are holding for the first time ever a free three day training workshop, a three day live workshop. It's, it's, it's live where we are going to be teaching exactly how our business works and exactly how we find and source products to sell and exactly how we land wholesale accounts. So everything you were talking about today, you know, this is a, a high level overview, but imagine like a deep intensive three day, uh, workshop. So uh, Ryan has a link in the description area. Check yeah, it top out. Of the description. I'm showing the page right now in case you guys want to sign up completely free. So take advantage. Yeah, there, yeah there's a there. So just check out that in the description. You can sign up for our free training workshop. Learn all about it. So make sure and do that. Uh, that's really important. And uh, so anyway, let me let me pull up uh, a screen share here. And sure. I, I'm on I'm on Amazon right now, and I want to show everybody something. I think I'm sharing. Am I sharing? Let me. Uh, not probably. yet. No. Yeah. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> Uh, okay, cool. I, I'm good now. There you go. So I'm on Amazon, right? So I want to ask you a question, Ryan. What, when you think hot sauce, what do you think the most popular brand of hot sauce is? And like, you know, everyone in the chat, like what? Yeah, it, post, when, post your favorite brands of hot sauce. Right. When you think hot sauce, what do you think is like the most popular brand in the world? You know, the first one that comes to my mind is from, I watch YouTube all day and I'm thinking of that channel that does like the hot ones show where they get celebrities uh -huh. and they eat hot wings. So I always think uh -huh. of the last dab, although I know that can't <laughs> the last dab. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like when I think of hot sauce and I think a lot of people probably said this in the chat, I think of just like 
in every restaurant in America, when you sit down, there's a Tabasco. There's Tabasco sitting there, or and like or in every uh, yeah. every grocery Pete. store, Texas Pete. Texas Pete, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Texas Pete, Tabasco, Frank's, Frank's, Sriracha. Sriracha. Yeah, those are all great. Those are what when I think of hot sauce, I think those are the most popular brands, right? Like the ones that everyone can think of. They're instantly recognizable. Everybody knows them, right? Well, check this out. Let's let's go to Amazon. We type hot sauce. Cholula. That was another one. That's, that's Cholula, another one. I love Cholula. Yep. Cholula, yeah. So when I go to Amazon, I type hot sauce. These top four are sponsored. But I'm just going to scroll through real quick and we'll look at the top results for hot sauce on Amazon. So let's see. What, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll say look for the first time we see a Texas Pete, a Tabasco, a yeah. Cholula, something yeah. like that. So Truff is there in the number one spot. Stevo, uh, Stevo's hot sauce, secret Ardvark, <laughs> Old Bay hot sauce. Okay, there's Cholula. There's a big jug of Frank's. Then we got Truff again. Something called Extreme Regret. But like Texas, Oops. Texas Pete and Tabasco. Where where are you at though? Mm. Where's Frank's? Where are you at though? You only, only the big jug of only the. There's Frank's. There's well, we Frank's. got a weird some weird two pack, but like. Tabasco and it's, there's sriracha finally uh, way down here. It's like it's wild, right? Yeah, that's, like, I wouldn't have guessed. Seriously, still, that's crazy. We, we still need never seen Texas Peter Tabasco, right? Now, Texas Pete. Pete and Tabasco. Those are arguably, you know, I, I would guess that those are probably the market leaders. The two best selling in the world. Yeah, the two got to be the two best selling in the world, mostly because of in store and grocery sales. But on Amazon, you can't even find them, bro. Yeah, you know, like can't Pete. find them. Good luck finding them. So, and they're actually on here. I mean, you know, spoiler alert. It's not you like just, we're. You just. It's gotta, just their 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 listings are terrible. They don't, they're not ranking for the right keywords and, and things like that. So yeah, you know, you just gotta with, dig to page eleven. Right. So you know, but think about that. Like, how much how much potential, untapped potential does a Texas Pete have here that they're just not uh, not leveraging right now or a Tabasco. Like we go to this Tabasco listing and, and, you know, look at this. So how does Amazon work? And we're going to dive real deep into this in that workshop. So make sure to seriously, if this is interesting remotely, you should get, you should have to be there. But Tabasco, like hot sauce is a, I would go so far as to call it a common search phrase that you should want to rank for. They don't even have it in their title. They don't even have it in their title. Tabasco original flavor pepper sauce doesn't even use the word hot sauce in the title. That's one of the reasons it doesn't show up for a term like hot sauce. That's hurting their sales significantly. You know what I mean? They're not showing up for one of the probably the the most highest used search term for their product. All the pictures are just this bottle with the plastic wrapper still on the top. It's just this <laughs> I mean, In case image. you missed the first picture, they just took a, a, another one and put it in the Dude, second I might, one. Right? I might try to actually do something about this because my girlfriend's family knows the, I forget the name, it's like Mickelhenny. You can see it on the label. McKenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they know them. They have a really, like they actually like know them well. So I might <laughs> be like, hey, let's go talk to them real quick because we got to fix this Amazon listing and uh, if they need somebody to exclusively represent them, I know a guy. <laughs> yeah, like, because this is embarrassing because let's go back to hot sauce, right? Let's go back to hot sauce and just turn, type hot sauce and look who was in the number one position. This, who Have you heard of Truff hot sauce before, Ryan? 
No, I'd never heard of Triff hot sauce of, until I searched hot sauce of, on Amazon. Of course you haven't. I'm sure most of the people in the chat haven't heard it, but look at their listing. Look cool at these bottle. beautiful, <laughs> cool bottle. Look at these cool, beautiful pictures showing the product actually being used on food, you know, appetizing, get your mind going, more likely to buy. They've got a video of the product on, on there. This full title that uses the word hot sauce in it. That was, <laughs> that was pretty important. Uh, we, you know, these rich, uh, uh, bullet points that describe the product great description with photos in the description uh they've worked on getting a lot of reviews and that sort of thing right and then we go back to tabasco and you just look at the listing in comparison and you're like oh and and like this is way more expensive this truff hot sauce is way more expensive it's way more expensive than tabasco so let's compare their how much they sell all right this is the big thing uh I'm going to use Jungle Scout for that. I think a lot of people know and use Jungle Scout. They recognize mm -hmm. it. So Jungle Scout tells you how many times does this product sell a month? Well, this Truff Hot Sauce sells about 12,000 times a month or does, you know, $211,000 in sales per month. Why does it? Because it has a pretty decent listing. But Tabasco, the world's best-selling hot sauce that everyone on earth has heard of or tasted, how much are you selling? 1,300 times. Or 10, how, many, how many dollars? Or $10,000. So, right, so got them 20 x on revenue, uh, Truff does. So what is it like? So do, like the question is, do we believe that Tabasco could be selling 200000 times, $200,000 worth every single month? The answer is yes. It, it does everywhere else in the world except Amazon. The reason that it doesn't is because the Amazon listing is so screwed up. Tabasco, what they need is one of, is a good Amazon seller who will come and fix this stuff. And, but they and don't. This have is it. not exclusive. The, the crazy thing is, is this is not exclusive to Tabasco or hot sauce or, you know, this is all over Amazon. Every say, yeah. you know, every every you know, give us another search term and I can I can find you a whole bunch of dirty listings. And you know, for the the vast majority, you know, of, of people, whenever they're thinking about how would I fit into this or how would I get into this. And it's every time you see an ugly listing, you can be their hero. Like you get, you have the opportunity to 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 affect change. You have an, the opportunity to to do something that all the other sellers before you haven't done for that brand. Yeah, and and here's some here's like a kind of a pro tip for people is uh, you were talking about the buy box, Ryan. I wanted mm -hmm. us to talk a little bit about the buy box. So this is the buy box right here, this area right here for product. And when if you were to buy this, the, the, this is the seller that would get the sale. This Overland sold by Overland, um, and the way that the buy box works, it just prioritizes really two main things. It's like, are you selling at prime, and who has the lowest price? And if you are selling at prime and you have the lowest price, you've got the you've got control of the buy box. And if if you're and basically if you're tied with the, that lowest price and you're selling at prime you're going to be splitting sales pretty evenly amongst those people. That's a really simple way to think about it and to understand it. So if you have the lowest price for a product because you're buying direct, you can get all the sales. If you're just tied with the lowest price, you're splitting the sales. So, you know, it's easy to just kind of look at Jungle Scout and see how often it sells. And you can kind of figure out about how much. Now, we, we can spend a lot of time going deeper into that, which we will do at our workshop that you can sign up for. It's the description below because we're going to go in super deep detail about how we uh, source products. You know, we're just got a short amount of time here today going over it pretty briefly, but, uh, but that's, that's how you can, we can look at any product on Amazon and determine about how, how many units, how many sales that we could be getting. But this is, this is just the way, this is the way our business works. We identify these products and, and, and think about it like Tabasco 
if we got this account, it's doing ten thousand dollars a month in sales. Like that's not bad. It's not bad. It just could right. be way better. So like right. at worst case scenario, we've got to, if we work with them. Worst case scenario, you, we fix nothing. We've we you know you've got an account that is it can be doing ten thousand dollars a month in revenue, right? Like worst case, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But we can improve it. We can we can improve with some simple changes. You know, if, if we could probably two x or three x the sales if we just put the word hot sauce in the title, literally, if that's all that you did. It can and, it really be that simple, right? It can really be that simple. I've done it stuff like that many times. I, the, uh, one of our brands, we used to work with a, a jerky company, um, and that was literally the case with them. Is they were missing uh, some important keywords in their title, and that's all that I had to fix. It was a product that was selling like six times a month. I fixed the problem with the their title. Literally and, changed the title. Literally changed and, the title. Yeah, changed the title and added all the keywords that were just missing because whatever idiot just made it a four-word title or whatever. It went from and this because this was a popular brand. It went from selling six times a month to selling over a thousand times a month, like literally almost overnight. It was like within a month it was selling a thousand times a month um, from six to a thousand just because I updated the title. There's so many instances of that sort of thing on Amazon um, because. Reality is most Amazon sellers suck, man. Like, they just suck. They're just out there trying to just sell products instead of actually put in the work to to, to yeah. blow this thing up. And that's what that's just that's just what we did. We were able to create these great relationships, talk to brands, help them, and just spruce up their Amazon listings a little bit, and then eventually turn these into exclusive relationships. Sold thirty million dollars doing that, and there's nothing special about us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're just too just two dudes from Kentucky uh, who are just willing to do that. So that can be anyone that's watching here. Um, and we'll show you how to do it. If you come to that, that three day workshop, it's free uh, link in the description there. Uh, just sign up at Ryan's link and, and, and hang out with us. And we will show you how to find products on Amazon using our wholesale formula, which is we are literally teaching the, the whole thing, our, for, our wholesale formula for finding profitable wholesale products and opportunities that you could sell on Amazon. And we'll also be teaching and training all of the tactics that we use that to try to land those accounts. What we say to brands, how, what, what is an email? How do we email them? Like when we call them, what do we say and how do we convince them to work with us? And we'll show those to you so that you can do it too. There's millions and millions of products that you can like this, that you can sell on Amazon. So we're not afraid to, to show you how to do it. That's path of least resistance too. you know, with private label, you got a little, a little bit more um, work on your hands, a little bit more effort involved to protect your money as you're going to have to, you know, go to the drawing board sometimes and kind of make your own products and figure it out as you go. And this is, you know, especially if you land a brand that has brand identity, brand recognition, um, you know, you, you might have your uh, work a little bit easier. That yeah, that's the thing. Is like with private label, you have to build your brand from scratch, right? Not, with, us, with us, I just we are just selling stuff that's already a bestseller. You know, like you know, Tabasco. That was a good example of like it's already selling well. It just it, it could be selling way better. You know what I mean? Like so, I get to start day one. I get I'm I, I'm making good sales with the wholesale product day one because the product is already good. It's right. already good, and we are just working with the brand to make it take it from good or okay to great. What were you gonna say, Dan? I mean, he got, he got it right there. Our, our right, focus perfect. is really just, you know, every all of our products have that floor, and then it's it gets better from there. Well, and hey, then another thing to consider right. is the speed to market. I think 
like, you know, with, with private label, there's a lot of investment before you even have the opportunity to start selling your product. Like, you know, with, I, I mean, we do private label too. It, it's a great model. Um, we figured it just it takes out a eventually. lot more expertise, it just, right? It just takes a lot more expertise and you need to know, uh, you know, you have to have a better background with marketing and getting traffic to your products and stuff. But, you know, one of the products that I, uh, you know, we, we're getting ready to launch a new one here in probably the next, well, it's, I, it's next month and a half because we contacted the, we t- contacted the manufacturer and they're building it and then shipping. It's going to take a month and a half to get here. We, we you know, we've already paid a, a, a portion down and are going to pay the rest when it's finished and finished and stuff like that. But you think about that, that's a month and a half of, of, of waiting. A I'm lot of the time issues right now. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. it, it, you know, and then you got, um, you know, a typical, a typical wait time with our wholesale accounts is you know, a week or three days or five days. Like you get set up on the account, all of the stuff that we source is domestic. So like I send them an email and say, Hey, I want to order your product. They ship it out in three days and it's, it, you know, transit time to the warehouse because the yeah. vast majority of our stuff just goes direct to Amazon too. Like we don't. Yeah, I want to explain that. See it. Yeah, I want to cha- explain that chain of custody for everybody. So with wholesale, right? Like almost everything is made in China, obviously, right? All kinds of a lot of products are made in China or made other places. Some things are made in the U.S., but the brands are almost always owned by U.S. companies. So when I'm selling a product wholesale, the product is already made and sitting in the U.S. It's already someone has already done all that work. It's already here. So when I get a wholesale account and we order, it's sitting in Missouri or some, or it's sitting in Illinois somewhere, right? And we order the product, or you know, we order our units, and then the, the brand just ships it freight straight to Amazon. We, we put in our order, they ship it straight to Amazon, and a few days later, it's live on our account and it's selling, right? That's that's what it looks like most of the time for us. We don't have a warehouse. We don't. You know, this is our where you're seeing my warehouse here with my, mm-hmm. you know, my albums on the wall and my guitars in the back. Like we never see the product that we we never touch it. Most of it is just sent direct to Amazon from the from the brands and manufacturers that we that we purchase from. They send it freight straight to Amazon. Another cool thing about it is, you know, because it's freight, a lot of people worry about sending heavy products or sending oversized big products on Amazon, that's not a limitation or a, a, a problem for us because when you send freight, you're paying almost nothing on shipping. Uh, like, you know, we, we'll pay 20 cents a pound or or we've paid as little as three cents a pound on, on shipping that's products. Crazy. So we can show big, big stuff, heavy stuff. It doesn't matter because it's all being shipped freight direct to Amazon. It's, it's, so yeah, that's that, awesome. that part's that's, easy. That's it's fast and simple. Do yeah. you have a couple minutes? Uh, I know your time is probably running short as we've gone on almost an hour, but can I just like show a couple uh, questions from the chat? Absolutely. Yeah. Let's, if, let's knock them if out. If it's as simple as saying like, hey, we're yeah. going to answer it. I think it starts next Wednesday, right? The uh, workshop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So if it's as simple as saying, hey, we'll answer that on the, or we'll go in more detail, just, you know, let them know. So Letitia asked, where do they get their wholesale vendor list from? Do they utilize sites like Alibaba? Can you recommend other sources? No. So no. so, so we don't use wholesalers at all. Just to be clear, remember, wholesalers are companies that sell brands' products. We don't use – no Alibaba. That's private label. That's not what we're talking about here. We sell branded products. So what we do is we go to Amazon, like I was showing. I, I try to find best-selling products on Amazon that already exist, and I reach out to the brand the owner of the brand, I reach out to the company that makes the product and ask to become one of their Amazon sellers. And they, you know, I convince them and they approve me 
and and then I buy the product directly from them. So it's not Alibaba. It's not, I'm just reaching, literally reaching out brands. Maybe every day that are in your home that you use every day. I'm actually just going and reaching out to them, sending them an email, uh, call, making a phone call with them uh, to become one of their authorized Amazon sellers. That's what we're talking about. So cool. Um, and then someone else asked, "Can you tell us what your profit percentage is? Because that's what really counts." Ah. Sure. I, I disagree uh, because it, it, it isn't necessarily it, what we're. It's really one about. of the things that counts. Yeah. Like, but this is a great question because I think a lot of people uh, are guilty of maybe not comprehending this one important part about profit margins. People like to talk about profit margin, profit margin, profit margin. But the world's so Amazon themselves. Amazon is about like the the world's second third most valuable company i think maybe microsoft and, and apple are ahead of them currently they kind of trade around a little bit but amazon is the third most profitable or the third you know most valuable company in the world and their profit margin is like single digits it's like that's three percent it's like three percent it's like whoa how is that possible how's the world world's third most valuable company have a three percent profit margin and i'll tell you i'll explain why and it's the same reason why wholesale works so much right works so well think about this concept a mat it's Imagine that you sell something at a 100% profit margin, right? And I, and I sell the same product at a 30% profit margin, but I sold it five times in the time it took you to sell it once. Who, who made more money? And, and the answer is me because I sold it because that – and ultimately that's the key. We our 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 standard profit margin in our in our own business our profit margin fluctuates between eighteen and nineteen percent. Okay, we like to conservatively estimate fifteen percent for most people. It can be higher in some instances. It can even be lower. But the thing that people forget about is speed of reinvestment. You can have this big profit margin, but how long does it take to to actually get your money back? With our business. We, we buy a 30-day inventory, a 30-day or a 45-day supply of products, and we sell it in 30 or 45 days. And that means then we have our money back from our investment plus the profit, and then we reinvest it again. So we, and with wholesale, with our model, we focus on fast-moving products so that we buy, get the money back fast, reinvest it again, get the money back fast, reinvest it again. That allows you to snowball your investment and grow really fast because we have what's called cash flow. And with cash flow is king. And that's the thing is people get too hung up on margin trying to have big margins. No, you can outpace big margins with fast cash flow. You should have good margins. Cash. Like the point right. is you should have good margins. But but if you're only focused on margin and you're, you know, you're trying to to only think about how to maximize it, you're missing half the boat. Like right. you're 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 missing your ability to multiply your money faster. So yeah. like a good balance, you know, is it, having a good balance of those things will cause you to grow your business faster and like. Dylan said, I mean, our whenever we estimate products, our we, we estimate it 15%, but our, mar, our now one year we actually had like a 21.4% margin. Right. Like that was, you know, and that's you could you know, you can adjust those things within your business, but that's our uh, you know, consider both whenever you're trying to figure out what's best for you. Yeah, cash flow speed, margin. Mm -hmm. there, there's both factors are important. Thanks for thanks for making the distinction too, and that's for sure a good um what uh, example of you know how how both can be like it's like a balancing act almost uh someone asked real quick if we can't make the wholesale training can we get a recording yeah the answer is no <laughs> uh we are doing it live 
It's a live broadcast, and we don't intend for there to be a recording available because and I, I, we just didn't get into this, but I'll explain. The training that we're doing next week, we actually chart. We do it a few times a year, for a year and we charge for it. This is the first time we've, where we've ever done it for free. Um, and because we are doing it for free, there has to be a catch of some kind. Um, and uh, it's, so it's going to be live broadcast only. It's going to be live broadcast only. So um, for that, and it, it also makes it harder for people to like rip it and steal it and put it. You know, like I can't. You know, we charge for this workshop year round, so it's like I, I don't really want it floating around. Someone ripped it and put it online somewhere and that sort of thing. So we're just going to make it live broadcast only. So I hope you understand. So, so but yeah, it's 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 live. We're doing it live. <laughs> what time is the live? <laughs> what time is the uh, broadcast going to start? By the way, out of curiosity, uh, five Eastern. Five, okay, five Eastern, Eastern each each day, yeah. Okay, great. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. Um, African Flight Star, who had asked about the profit margin, said that's awesome. Thanks for the insights. But yeah, and, but I, I mean, we know people that have very successful businesses at eight nine eight nine percent profit margin. You know, a lot of things work. Right. It yeah. depends. There's 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 certain things like if you you know if I had an army, uh, like if I had just complete mountains of cash reserves, like I would definitely find more ways to, I would, I would change my product range and drop my margins. I, I think the bigger your cash reserves are, you can, you can flex yeah. a little more with lower yeah. margins. Yeah. Great. And uh, two more questions. So um, Kofi Safo asked, what's the best way to start? And I'm assuming the answer for the short term is to try to attend the, the workshop next week. And then yeah, we're going to show you how to get started. We're going to show you like the best way to get started is to learn how to find products, right? How to identify them. That's the first, one of the first things that we're going to teach at the workshop. And then we're going to show you how to land those. So it's just one step at a time. How do you find products? All right. Once I know how to find products, now how do I reach out to brands to get them to approve me? Right. And that's just kind of the thing. Once you're approved, uh, then it's just like, all right, now I just got to figure out how to ship in products to Amazon. But that's all really easy. Like a lot of people figure any anyone can figure that out. And we'll talk a lot about uh, that, how you, you figure all that out at the at the workshop as well. So, yeah, and, and you can do it from anywhere. Canada. Mm, if, that was the know, next question. Too. Australia, does Japan. Does, if you live in this bit, our business model, reverse sourcing wholesale, it's it's just it works anywhere. Right. Like because the, the process is, you know, you're just going to be reaching out to brands directly. So, yeah, you can do it anywhere. You, if you want to sell in Europe, if you're from Europe, you want to sell in Europe, you're in Europe, you want to sell in the U.S. Works anywhere. It's all completely applicable to all marketplaces and all things. So. Yeah, works for everybody. Awesome. I think that's pretty much it. The last question I saw was like, how many products do you guys have live? Someone was asking. Sharon was asking. It's crazy because yeah. like most, you know, you say this to like retail arbitrage people. I was talking to somebody who did retail arbitrage the other day. And I was like, how many how many products do you have live right now? And he said 11,000. I was like, what? Like, that's so crazy. Like, how do you manage it? Well, I mean, at any given time, like to do, you know, for, for our level of business, like we'll have between say 70 and 110 products, uh, it, it, you know, so it's not a ton. Like, the, you know, we, a lot of the times we focus on carrying the best items within a line. And then as we start to develop that relationship and, and really, you know, become more exclusive and, and drive up and change margins on the other products, that's how we grow our catalog. Yeah. Like one of our brands, uh, we've got, one of our brands has a, uh, 40 products about 40 products right now right so like that's that's an we sell 40 different products for them um and then another one of our brands where, where we're exclusive right they sell one product in three different sizes <laughs> and they and they do like two like three million dollars in sales a year and we're the exclusive seller of that product right so it's like so that like those ex those exist and those are really nice that account that i'm talking about there like they sell one product that's all that just all they do is one product three different sizes comes in three different container sizes and 
do over three million dollars in sales per year with us as the exclusive seller, and it's very. I mean, we have another line. I mean, we have another line where we they make one product as well, and we sell a one pack, a two pack, and a four and six or one one two six maybe. Yeah, and uh, that that one wholesale account, we earn hundreds of thousands of dollars in profit per year with it. Hundreds of thousands of dollars off that one wholesale account. That's awesome. I'm excited. I can't wait for next Wednesday. I'll be there for the uh, first installment of three days. You said it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right? Yep. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep. All right, cool. Well, Hey, that's it. Um, if there's anything left to say, now's the time. Otherwise, thank you guys for being here. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dylan. Yeah. Awesome. If you guys register, sign up, we'll see you there. Uh, you'll, you'll learn what we believe is the best way, uh, best way to say it was, it was the best way for us. Anyway, I'll say that. I don't, I just, I don't want to, you know, uh, be, Totally like that, but it, it, it's what worked for us. So you'll you will teach it in full. Yeah, I was just gonna say, awesome, awesome meeting your guys, uh, your community, and and thanks for having us on, brother. Yeah, thanks everybody that showed up. We had like 200 concurrent live viewers across Facebook and YouTube at one point, and the replay will be left up. So I'll pin it to the top of the Facebook groups and keep it on on YouTube. So, anyways, thank you guys again. Links at the top of the description if you want to join, and um, that's it. Thanks. Thanks everybody. We'll see you, Ryan. See you.